rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. What's up? We are here again. And I see the chat room filling up at youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tara Buster. Let me make sure everything's working. Everybody in the chat, the otherwise known as the producers, the actual producers will let me know. Let's see. Okay, the mic seems to be working. Okay, great, great, great. We meet here every Friday evening from whatever time this is, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, at, the, at this, pl- wherever the hell you are, yeah, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, give the show a good review on iTunes. Uh, but hang out in the greatest chat room in American history at youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tarabuster. And I'm not kidding. You have to experience it for yourself. So come on over and hang out and meet your new best friends. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Right out of the gate, Jim, of course, with the super chat. Very, very nice and generous and really well appreciated. I don't know what I'd do without you. Morally, spiritually, all of that. And practically, right? There are practical considerations that we have to take into account doing a doing a show. You know, it costs money. To get everything. This shit costs money. The restream, the this, the that. <laughs> I'm not really explaining it well. And thank you, Richard W., for your super chat. Another great show, Tara. I hope so. Well, it'll be great. It's always great because we're hanging out on Friday nights. And, yeah, I don't know what I'd do without you. I have something in my eye, though. That's why I'm blinking a lot. That always happens. All right. Uh, I feel like where where were we? We we had a show last night. And... uh, I, we were talking about a bunch of things at Herschel Walk. I guess we could start there. But before I begin, like I said, become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Keep the show going and growing. Give the show a good review on iTunes. That helps. Remember to like and subscribe, all that stuff. You know, Hit the notification bell so you know when we go live, on, especially during the week, because those are the nights that fluctuate. And, okay, yeah, 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 where's my junior? He's, I don't know, he's somewhere. He's walking around somewhere. So, right before we went on air, the another shoe dropped. It, it will never stop. You know, Herschel Walker, it came out again. There's that, it was, he didn't just pressure um, a woman to have an abortion. One time, it... He did it again. In fact, two years after the first incident, and that's according to the woman, I guess they're done with him. They're done with his filthy lies. And uh, it was the reason why they ended up breaking up because he was pressuring her to have an abortion. Let me me see. Hold on. I just had it, of course. Uh, Herschel Walker urged woman to have a second abortion. This is from the New York Times an hour ago. So the Georgia Senate candidate's ex-girlfriend said he wanted her to terminate a pregnancy in 2011. She She chose to have their son instead. A woman who has said that Herschel Walker, the Republican Senate nominee in Georgia paid for her her abortion. I can't talk. I don't know why. It is what it is. 
um, in 2009, told the New York Times that he urged her to terminate a second pregnancy two years early. Here's uh, one, according to Republicans, right? This is a criminal offense. This is a a one man murder spree here. Uh, he's a crime. He's a crime spree, impregnating women. And we have to. Oh, of course, it's only speculation. How many other women did he pressure into having abortions? Because he was not a faithful partner. He was a serial adulterer. I don't know if they were married, but he was definitely flying around creating babies wherever the hell uh, he could. I mean, how many times do you have to have baby? Why, why don't you? I mean... Just wear a condom. What's wrong with you? Oh, he probably he's probably one of those, right? Who um he doesn't you know, he doesn't like the way it feels with a you know, he needs to have every everyone's service every need, regardless of the consequences. So anyway, you know, no party of personal responsibility and all. But anyway, I don't know. Obviously, I don't even want to speculate about these things because it puts me in the in the in the frame of mind to think of the them having sex uh, and Herschel Walker, you know, uh, doesn't really do it for me. So anyway, um, the New York, not that he does. I'm sure the feeling is mutual. <laughs> uh, what can I say? Um, New York Times urged that he uh, said the New York, blah, 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 blah. let me rewind. Paid for her abortion in 2009. The the woman told the New York Times that he urged her to terminate a second pregnancy two years later. They ended their relationship after she refused. And this was, was supposedly after his his conversion as well. That's why, you know, they're 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 full of shit. Republicans are full of shit, and it's really sickening to me. And I am, I, I, I'm saying it. This should be a new slogan of the show. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of them. I'm sick of them making this country sick, and the dirty tricks that see that that always work. That's the other thing I'm sick of in this country. Where the how stupid do you have to be to fall for the same old dirty tricks again and again and again? Yeah, I'm just gonna peruse this article, but because it's really not the focus of what we're talking about but it's just another example of republicans caught in the act of being themselves hypocrites power hungry fascist hypocrites who are i mean the 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 entire candidacy of herschel walker is emblematic of the fact that the republicans are racist you know of all the options that they, they of all the people in Georgia that might identify as Republican, you're going to go with Herschel Walker because that's how cynical they are. Not only did the con man, because the con man's a, you know, he's uh, very impressed with shiny objects and celebrity and everything that the Republicans used to say was so horrible. I mean, we've we've talked about it before. Um, the the way they used to attack Obama. He's the biggest celebrity in the world. So, but this is who they are. They're the ones who are 
so um, enthralled with everything that they, uh, that, I mean, well, we know that because everything is a projection or a confession to them. So they, they really need to see, see a therapist. Just take, you know, just give it a shot. Try it. What can you lose except your, ugh, your disgusting personalities, right? It's worth a shot. At least maybe the rest of us will be able to stomach you a little, stand you. Ugh. But anyway, um, in a series of interviews, the woman said Walker had barely been involved in their now 10 years, now 10 year old son's life, offering little more than court ordered child support and occasional gifts. The woman disclosed that the new details about her relationship with Mr. Walker, who has anchored his campaign on an appeal to social conservatives as an unwavering opponent of abortion, even in cases of rape and incest. Well, that's because this is a republic. This is the pantomime of who they are, you know, appealing to their bottom feeding base or their, you know, their kook base. Um, he thinks that that's going to uh, impress them. So, oh, well, someone says, oh, well, we, we're for uh, 15 weeks with exceptions. And, uh, you know, he's decided he's going to hang on to, oh, no, I, I, I don't believe in any ex exceptions because that's how much of a Christian I am. That's how much I love babies. I love babies so much. I, I like making a lot of babies, but I don't like, well, when... You know, when the women who uh, I impregnate have them against the my wishes, but I don't want anything to do with the babies. It really is a Republican way of life, right? In general, you know, they love the fetus, hate the child, right? Once you're born, you're on your own. If you get born, not with a Republican around, because he's not the only one. There's a long history of Republicans, the hypocrisy of Republicans being revealed, how Republicans um, urging their mistresses to get abortions, right? All I have to do is Google it. Well, fine. Hold on. We'll be right back. I mean, it's nobody's business, of course, right? But except Republicans want to stick their big Republican noses into everyone's lives because that's who they are. They're fascists. They hate, they're, they're, they, they don't like, uh, they're not small government proponents. Please, quite the opposite. Therefore, incredibly big Republican government that does nothing for you but inflicts itself upon you whether you like it or not they, they don't really want to reduce abortions they, they continue to want to run on uh you know abortion whatever the hell of course now they're running away from it but if they as i say if they really wanted to reduce the numbers of abortion or the levels whatever the hell however you put it you would they would promote policies that actually reduce the numbers of abortions and that's and they don't all they do is ensure that 
abortions will continue, but women will die on top of it. I don't understand that. I mean, I don't need to continue to go on and beat a dead horse with these with the Democrats as far as this is concerned, because I don't understand why they they that's a very simple message. Why I never hear it from a, de- a Democrat's mouth on any of the corporate media channels or whatever is baffling to me because that's the case. They don't want to limit abortion. They just want power. They want you to be in your place. They want women nice and malleable and, and in their place. It's part of the whole hierarchy of conservatism. Everyone in your place with straight white men at the top and then, uh, you know, rich white men, of course. And, you know, and, uh, that's it. You have uh, no power. Government will exist to make the rich richer, and that's the way it's supposed to be. That's the way God made it. That's nature and all that shit. Everything's natural. According to them, everyone should be in their place as God intended, right? Whether you have an innie or an Audi, whatever the color of your skin is, whatever your bank account is, if you've come up with some scam to make uh, make yourself, you know, well, not just make yourself rich, but to suck profit from, from uh, dupes, you know, no matter what, no matter how much of a, of a scam you come up with, come up with Amway as long as you make money then you have value. Everybody else is dirt. And, and as Ayn Rand said, uh, you know, basically grist for the mill. Fuel, that's what she said. It. Fuel to be used by those who deserve it. That's, that's the exact quote. And that's one of their heroes because they're sick. And I'm sick of it. I'm sick of them. But um, pushing Herschel Walker into uh, trying to push him into the Senate, the world's greatest deliberative body? How dare you? We should all be insulted. But what is so concerning and annoying about this country, makes me want to get the F out of here, is that the I'm, I'm looking at uh, um, you know the polls, up in the polls, down in the polls, and they're saying that the different races are tightening because now you know it's the push, and Republicans are really pouring on their bullshit, and uh, and for example, Doctor Oz and Fetterman, let's see where is it? Uh, the polls are tightening. Doctor Oz. Uh, shrinks Fetterman's lead in Pennsylvania with crime ad blitz. They're talking about crime, right? And um, the polls are, you know, the the races are tightening where Democrats were leading um, in a more comfortable margin. Now the here comes all of the 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 republican you know october surprises or whatever and also they're really pouring on the bullshit and um i guess people are dumb you know because they keep falling for it and and while we're on the subject uh, well that that is really what gets me about this country it's like how many times are you going to fall for the same old shit all again and again. 
You don't see this? This is uh, this is like um, Willie Horton ads. But here, wait, where the hell is it? Maybe I'll have to play it off Twitter because it looks like the ad. This is good. I don't know if you saw this Eric Swalwell ad. This is how you fight back, Democrats. Let's play this ad. Sorry, guys. I didn't have it ready. Our district has been the murder capital of California for five wait, years. Wait, wait, wait. We got to start this over. Kevin McCarthy, you want to talk about law and order? Okay, let's talk. Bakersfield, the heart of your congressional district, is now ranked in the top 10 most dangerous metro areas in America. Your own sheriff said, we know we have a, a violent crime issue. Kevin, your district has been the murder capital of California for five years in a row. And if you're so concerned about crime, why did you vote against $350 billion in funding for law enforcement? Every Democrat voted for it. When Democrats passed a bipartisan bill to fund local police departments, you didn't even bother casting a vote. Kevin, if you really want to talk about crime, let's start with your own party. Because it sure seems like you and your MAGA pals are fine with certain crimes. Crimes like stealing top secret nuclear files, attacking the nation's capital, assaulting police officers, attempting to overthrow an election. Not to mention the little stuff, like tax and bank fraud. Yep. The truth is, Kevin, you aren't anti-crime, and neither is your party. You and your fellow Republicans are just trying to scare voters playing politics while leaving it to Democrats to actually work for the safety of Americans. Everyone can see. You're not pro-cop, Kevin McCarthy. You're pro-coup. Nice. That's brilliant. When I saw that, that, that's the greatest ad. I don't know who did that ad, who came up with it. The music, the editing, the, uh, the just the right tone calling out the bullshit unapologetically what a breath of fresh air that is that's how you fight democrats that's how you fight we don't have anything to apologize for we're on the right side of history we're on the right side of decency dignity democracy humanity america and and actual conservatives know this uh, Non-traders know this, whether they're Republican or Democrat. It's uh, when I hear uh, the uh, people like Liz Cheney talk uh, and Adam Kinzinger s say that that it's uh, our patriotic duty to vote for Democrats to stop this fascist coup in its tracks. That says everything. Because they recognize reality. And, but but the, the Republicans are a lost cause, fighting for a lost cause. This, you know, not just the, we're not just talking about the Confederacy. We're talking about monarchy, really, intergenerational aristocracy. That's what they want. That's what they're rolling us back to. Everything they do points in that direction, of course. Hold on, we'll be right back. See that? And we are back. 
Yes. And I see Haiku on the chat. Hi, nice to see you, Haiku. Nice to see you, Mark. Nice to see you, Jim. Our we got three moderators in the chat right now. So everybody be on your best behavior. And thank you, Errol, for your super chat. Any reason why Republic clowns remain delusional? Well, it's racism. And and it all it all fits together. Um, so as far as Herschel Walker, his candidacy in itself is racism. It it points to the fact that he that Republicans are racist. They have um their opponent, um, Reverend Warnock. And uh, yeah, just put this guy here. This guy with darker pigment. Doesn't matter who he is, what he is, what he stands for. If he can uh, string uh, two sentences together coherently, if he's not a, you know, a violent, I don't know, a hypocrite. He oh he says that Jesus oh let him overcome his mental illness. If that if Jesus is your health care, we are screwed. And they're going to put that guy in the Senate? They're going to put this mentally ill freak in the Senate who doesn't... I, I, there's so... He's just a liar on top of everything else. Lies about... What did he lie about? Let's see. There's... I know there's a long laundry list of his lies. Lies about the college he went to. Let's see. Herschel lies and of course every all these inflated lies why because it's too much work to actually be the things they lie about you know republicans right now there's another candidate he's lied about serving in afghanistan and talking about uh being in combat and shit and he and he never did anything of the of the sort but they lie. It's stolen valor. Because doing that, actually doing that, actually putting on a uniform and serving your country is too much work. So lie about it. And even if you did, I, I, I served my country. I took the oath. I was in the National Guard. I didn't do anything great. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I was over in Afghanistan. No, I was in Fort Jackson. You know, not everybody gets to be on the front lines. <laughs> and no, not everybody should be either. Please. And that's stuff that you can look up, too. They lie about things that are easily fact-checked. Let's see, Herschel. He lies. Let's see. Lied about working in law enforcement. Oh, yes, he lied about having kids. And then he was, of course, they were outed. Everything's a lie. How do you lie about these things, too? And that's the mark of a sociopath, to lie about stuff that's so easily checked. Of course you're going to be fact-checked. Lie about working in law enforcement? That's easily checkable. Where else? What else did he lie about? But then, of course, he accuses everybody else uh, lying about him. This is a party of filth. 
The Republican Party is filth, everyone. I'm not sure if we've made that point clear. And, oh, uh, you don't think that putting Herschel Walker as their nominee is racist? Well, what, what has he done? What's his accomplishments? Except that he has darker pigment. That's it's the same thing that they did with um, what's the other guy Michael Steele, when Barack Obama was president. Or, or I'm not sure was it before he was elected? I think he was might have just been the nominee at the time. But then they announced a new head of the Republican National Committee, and it was uh, Michael Steele. Of course, you don't think they took that into into consideration? It was because. He was black. He had darker pigment. They're like, oh, you got your guy with darker pigment. We got him. See, we got them all here in our big tent. We got all the N-words. We got C-words, F-words. We got you know, all kinds of uh, degenerates, just like everybody. All kinds of, um, you know, minority. I'm not saying degenerate. I'm just trying to avoid saying all the actual racial slurs like, you know. I'll 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 racially slur my own people. We got the mix, right? We got the N words. We got them all here in our big tent, right? We got the M words. We got the N words. We got the uh, you know all kinds of of every we we we're not just white people here we got n-words too yeah we got a very big tent but this is what you think it's like sarah palin too same thing they were like we need someone to uh balance out what, what was it there was always oh, because let me see was there was there a, everything is uh escaping me now it was who was it was Barack Obama. Oh, it was because Hillary Clinton. That's right. Yeah, when they were running, um, you know, in the primary, Hillary was also running before she was the nominee. And then they have to, you know, let's get let's get a woman. We got women here too. We got a here here. Here's a woman. She's she fits the suit. You know, she's a woman. Is she qualified? No. Uh-oh, here comes the producer early in the show. I thought you were asleep, producer. Now you're up. But that's what that was about. Anyway, and um, here. You think it's not right? The Republicans aren't racist? I was just looking... Um, um, where is this? Republicans blackening faces. Is it, this is a thing that they do. And because uh, I was watching corporate media and they mentioned something about Stacey Abrams in, in Georgia that there's an ad. Republicans are running an ad with Stacey Abrams and her skin is darker. And this is nothing new. Re see here. Um, Republicans, well, this is from the Democratic Party website, Kemp campaign 
darkens Abrams' skin in new TV ad. Governor Brian Kemp is facing scrutiny for his new TV ad attacking Stacey Abrams, which darkens Abrams' skin. 11 Alive reports that Abrams' skin appears noticeably darker in the new Kemp ad. And it was noted that the GOP Southern strategy is still alive and well in 2022. Democrat Stacey Abrams, run it here, I'll show you what I'm looking at. But it's not just the Stacey Abrams ad. You know, these just subtly darken her skin. They've done this for forever. Not just to Stacey Abrams. So any, anyone who is running against them, any black Democrat, and why? Why would you do that? If you, you're, not to, you're totally not racist. You're you're totally tired of hearing that, um, you know, we're going to call you a racist. Aren't you sick of being called a racist when you know you're not? Remember that CPAC panel? If you're so sick of it, why are you doing shit like this? Who are you appealing to? Who are the assholes, the idiots that fall for this shit? They viscerally have a negative reaction to seeing somebody, somebody's darker skin? Yeah. It's just like, you know, it's like the pee-pee patrol. Everything is superficial. The pee-pees, what, how dark your skin is. Because they're unfit. They're children that haven't evolved, then they'll never grow up. Not in a, it's not in a, in a charming Peter Pan type way either. They're just sick and stunted, emotionally stunted, morally stunted, spiritually stunted. That's why they have to inflict their manias on society because we just keep evolving. We, the rest of us, keep getting better, at least trying. You know, we try to make a more perfect union. We try to make a country that works for all. We want to live in a decent, civilized society that isn't obsessed with such fucking bullshit. Like a pee-pee. Who, what's your pee-pee up to? Whether you got an innie or outie or how dark your pigment is. Fucking morons. Drop my phone on it. Right? Uh, it's so tedious, but worse, it's the, the, the tedium is from the fact that they fall for it because they've never evolved. That's what it is. They want the, um, you know, their base, their racist ass base to, to feel icky. You know, something's wrong to, to trigger them. When they watch the ad, oh, they're going to look at her. Look at that dark woman. You know, they, of course, they'll, they're not going to say it like that. And, like, who cares? Somebody's got darker pigment. Whoopie fucking doopy. Is she a decent person? Is she an intelligent person? Is she a person that wants to contribute to this multiracial democratic republic? E pluribus unum and shit? Huh? 
Oh, no, no. According to them, she's, uh, she's got darker pigment. She must be bad. She must be evil somehow. And what's her, what's, to what end? That's why I can't stand Republicans. I, and because they, they, make, they don't make any sense, of course. Because I've always asked, well, to what end? What, to what is, what's the end game of democratic power? Right? They're always like, oh, they want power. They want the, they just want power. To, for what? To what aim? What's the end game? What are they going to do with that power? Ensure that people can get gender-affirming health care? Or uh, be able to vote? Or have health care in general? Or, I don't know, go to, a, go to school and read a fucking book they want to read? Without a fascist telling them they're, they're sick? I don't know. Um, to what aim? I mean, I know with them, with the Republicans, the agenda is clear. Th- if they get power, they will destroy. They are destroying democracy. That's why they have to lie. That's why they have to darken people's pigment in political campaign ads because they have nothing to offer. And people who do things like that, you think they have the best interests at heart? They have, if, if you're, let's say you're the white racist that falls for this shit. Um, well, ask yourself, if, you're, if you have any semblance of introspection, if you're capable of it in any way, shape, or form, just honestly look at it and ask yourself, to what purpose would they do that? Why? Because they respect you? Or they know how to easily play you and trigger you and make you vote for your own demise? Because if they had anything to actually offer you, they wouldn't have to stoop to this shit. This is as old as time. I'm sorry, Junior. I have to put you... I'll talk to you later. I'll talk to you later. Look at him. Can't see. It's too small. Look at him. He's cute. What can you say? But honestly, um, ask yourself, what's the point? Why would they do that if they respect you? If they have something to offer you? If they're working for you? They're working for your best interests. Why would you need to darken someone's pigment in a political ad? Anybody? Can anybody explain that? Right. Uh, Haiku on chat. I love the poorly educated. Exactly. Yep. Mm. But this isn't the only um, ad that they darkened in this cycle, at least. It's been happening. Of course, it, it's, it's go- it goes back. It goes back generations because that's all they have. Let me see. Where's the others? Oh, I hate that. That's why I need a real producer. 
darking. I have everything set up. I spend hours. And then when the show goes, I can't find anything. Here we go. Look, Lindsey Graham. This is in this is in uh happening right now. Lindsey Graham campaign ad features image of opponent with digitally altered darker skin tone. This is what they do. They can't help it. Well, I mean, they can help it. What are, I'm doing that that actually gives them an out. They they can help it. But they do it anyway. They are deliberate. This is a deliberate tactic. And and when you deep delve deep down into it, what does it say about them? And what does it say about what they think of this country? The, right? I mean, does it say we want to get together and heal this country of our, our, our original sins? We want to have a country where people get, you know, all lives matter. Where we don't have to say black lives matter. Because all lives matter. We want to have a country that works for all. We don't want to have a country where if you are a family with darker pigment, your your intergenerational wealth is, uh, what, $5,000 as, as opposed to $100,000 for people with lighter pigment? Ridiculous. We don't want to have a country where we have good schools and bad schools because that's a racist... That's, I mean, that, that the only reason that exists is because of racism. The only reason we have, we fund schools through property taxes is because of racism. Because our racist ass ancestors wanted to uh, ensure that people with darker pigment wouldn't get too uppity. You know, you got to put them in their place. You don't give them the same opportunities and the same resources you you ghettoize them and then if they don't pull themselves up by their bootstraps you know and then every now and then somebody will escape in some form maybe through sports or entertainment and they'll make a lot of money and uh then they'll use them and they'll say see Everything's working as well. What's wrong with you? It's not the system. It's you. It's not the fact that, you know, the system is rigged and that the racist ass history of this country and the racist laws. It's, uh, it's you. Right? And they, they, this is what Republicans think. I mean, right now, I'm sure if we turned on Fox News, some form of that bullshit story is being woven into the racist ass empty heads of these suckers. But the campaign ad uploaded to Graham's Facebook on July 23rd includes an image of his Senate rival, Jamie Harrison, that was originally published in the New York Times. The version of the image in Graham's ad, however, shows Harrison surrounded by a dark portrait-style background effect with noticeably darker skin tone. It's incredible. Same old, same old. Another day, 
New day, same Republican dirty tricks. Unreal. Hollywood continues to bankroll my opponent. I guess this is Lindsay. Hollywood. Yeah, because they hate Hollywood. Unless it's uh, some dick like Donald Trump who really wishes that everyone would uh, know know how wonderful he is and they and be his friend. So Hollywood is just sour grapes. Do you know that when Donald Trump, I have to look this up to make sure, Donald Trump walks in the room at Mar- Maramoron, they have to play Hail to the Chief. Can you fucking believe this shit? Let's see. Donald Trump has hailed. Of course, I I heard I heard this somewhere, and you know I don't know if it's true, but it does certainly sounds true, right? He would, because he's a petty little tyrant. Let's see, plays at Mar-a-Lago. Nah, I can't find anything. We'll we'll have to do some more research on that. I'll have to get the producer on that one. Hold on, hold on. Here's the music. Unapologetic liberal talk. (laughs) that's funny Mark (laughs) I'm reading the chat or that Mark C says or that great Shakespearean actor Scott Baio right well Scott Baio he's another one he's he says he's being blacklisted from um, Hollywood because of his conservative views and maybe 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 that but probably because you suck who wants to work with people like that you know, yeah, Ronnie Reagan. And if I think I've recommended this before, there's a, a really good new podcast called American History Hit. You should check it out. And they, there's an episode on the um, on the Red Scare and the not the Red, well, um, you know, the blacklisting, the Hollywood blacklist. And uh, they talk about Ronald Reagan, his part in of course, being on the wrong side of history and it's going after writers, directors, actors, people who, you know, weren't communists by any sense of the word. And in fact, they, they went after Lucille Ball because she had registered as a socialist and one of, you know, one of her, um, at one time in her early life. And, they but at the it was inconvenient because she, when they that came out she um she had the you know I love lucy show which was the most popular show in the country and she was a she was a boss and uh you know i'm not sure how she got out of that i didn't finish it i didn't finish the episode yet but you should check it out it's really good it's actual history. It's not one of these revisionist histories with 
you know, that Republicans love to guzzle when they where they talk about how um, the the founders were inspired by Judeo Christian values, which is such bullshit. There is nothing further from the truth than that. In fact, the founders, if they were inspired by Judeo-Christian values, um, you know, they kept it out of the government. And of course, they don't, they don't, Republicans, conservatives, they only add the Judeo part. That's like a new thing. Because they're trying to sound non, non-racist. You know, they're trying to sound like they're, they got a big tent. Yeah, we are, we, yeah, we're all about the Judeo. They're not about the Judeo or the Christian. They hate Christ. They'd crucify his ass again if he ever came back. And I wish he would. I wish he would come back. Will he please come back and take these effers on out of here? Rapture them out of here already? Right? Do you know how peaceful it would be if all of the sudden they would all just rapture the hell out of here? Wouldn't that be great? I, I, that is like, life is beautiful again. Like, finally, life is beautiful for us. If they would get at, if it just rapture, all of a the sudden, they all, bling, gone. But of course, they would never be raptured because they're, they're full of shit. I mean, what does it take to be a Christian? A conservative Christian. Every excuse under the book to be what? Oh, because the ends justify the means. Like to completely destroy democracy, to have absolutely no integrity, to cling to the absolute worst people and give those people power for what? So you can make sure that two people with the same peepees don't have a marriage contract, don't aren't free to live their lives the way they want to fucking live it? Because your sky spook, your 3,000, whatever the hell, year old sky spook, your ancient book of fables tells you some, never said anything about it, but okay. You know what the, the Jesus that they pretend to worship said more about lending money at interest. You know, that was, that's a big sin in the Bible, but that is Trump's entire life. You know, usury, lending money at interest, making money out of money. That was, that's a sin. And Jesus said so, he was so against it, but not, said nothing about being gay. Not a fucking word. In fact, there's a story in the Bible where a Roman soldier, what is it? I think um, it's generally understood that he is, asking Jesus to heal his lover, who is uh, um, probably a slave, an enslaved person. Let's see. Jesus heals gay lover of Roman soldier. Yeah, the gay centurion. Let's see. Did Jesus heal a centurion's gay lover? 
my God. Uh, let's see. Let's see. I'm trying to find a an article on it. Well, let's see. Jesus praised a gay centurion in the Roman army as a model of faith and healed his male lover in the Gospels, according to some Bible experts. The soldier is highlighted here today on March 15th for the Feast of Longinus, a centurion at the crucifixion of Jesus. Both Matthew 8, 8 5 to 13 and Luke 7, whatever, 1 to 10 tell how a centurion asked Jesus to heal the young man referenced in, um, referred to in Greek as his pious, P-A-I-S. The word was commonly used for the younger partner in a same-sex relationship. It is usually translated as boy, servant, or slave. In recent years, progressive Bible scholars have concluded that the centurion was in... It was in fact a in a homosexual relationship with the slave, quote unquote, who was dear to him in the gospel story. However, being gay today implies an egalitarian relationship, while the centurion and his pal Pius were obviously unequal male partners, as was common at the time. Exactly, and that's in Roman, in the you know Roman culture. They were, it was a, it was a macho culture, but they, you could have a slave, uh, and slaves of course had no autonomy. And part of that, uh, meant that they were sex, you know, they, they had to have sex with their, their owners. You had, they had no will. So we don't really know the relation of these people. And there are, and, and because Rome had a, uh, they, they were good at keeping records and they had a very litigious society. There are many, if you look up the Roman law or Roman lawsuits, it's really interesting. You really get a glimpse into, into that world. And there were, of course, relationships of people who slaves suing their masters or um, uh, masters who would fall in love with their slaves and then free them and then the slaves would run off and things like that. And so, you know, it was very it's, uh, interesting. So we don't exactly know what the relationship was here, but for in the story in the Bible, the um, Jesus, uh, the the centurion, actually says that this is my whatever dear to me, and uh, yeah. So who knows? I mean, Jesus. Let's see. Let's see. Jesus was willing to go into the centurion's house and heal his lover, but the centurion stopped him, saying, "Sir, I am not worthy to have you come under my roof." But just say the word and my servant will be healed. For I myself am a man under authority with a soldier, with soldiers under me. I tell one to go and he goes and another to come and he comes. I tell my servant to do something and he does it. During the coronavirus pandemic, this long distance method might be called social distancing. Jesus saw it as an act of great faith. 
Jesus marveled and told the crowd, not even in Israel have I found such faith. To the centurion, he said, go be it done for you as you have believed. And his boyfriend was healed at that moment. While the faithful centurion himself is rarely mentioned, his words do live on in prayer. And I know this because being raised Catholic, we always had to say that. I am not worthy to receive you, but only say the word and I shall be healed. That's what you say when you're during the prayers of com communion. Whatever. How do we get on this friggin' uh, how do we get on this topic? Um, yeah, Republicans are hypocrites. Full of shit. And I'm sick of it. How about you? And, okay, so what else were we talking about? Yeah, the, the instances of Republicans darkening people's skin. So we have Lindsey Graham. Isn't that nice? That's what they do. Because Lindsey is really working for... He's working for the people. The people he pretends to represent. He's, yes, he's working for them. And then, but it's not just a new phenomenon. Here's another one. 2019, Republicans darken Colin Kaepernick's skin for a political ad. So anytime, it, it, this is the thing, this is what it seems like. Anytime they use an opponent or someone with darker pigment in an ad, they darken their skin. It's, there should be a, 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 a plug-in for that, you know, a video plug-in. It's called the the Republican plug-in. You just hit it and everybody's skin gets darkened. Let's see. Lori Lightfoot. She, her skin was darkened. I'm just going through these articles. There's so many of them. Conservative pack darkened her skin tone in an ad... And then we go back, of course, you know, you have the, uh, you know, what's it, Willie Horton ad, the famous Willie Horton. It never stops, though. That's what Republicans would do to Barack Obama. Atlanta mayoral candidate claims dirty politics and uh, Republicans allegedly darkened his skin. These are it's just pages upon pages of ads. M uh, Mandela Barnes. Yeah, let's show. Let me show you what I'm looking at. If I can ever find the ecam. See, look, Lori Lightfoot. Look what they did. No, nothing, nothing fishy about that. What is wrong with you? Go after her policies. You don't like her policies. You know, you have a, um, you, you love America. 
you want an economically vibrant and upwardly mobile working class majority, just like we do, just like Democrats. And, but you just have conservative ideas how to get there. That's it, right? But why are you darkening people's skin? Just talk about their, her policies. Oh, aren't you sick of being called racist? Republicans, what a burden it is. Oh, yeah, you'll just call us racist. Well, we call you racist because you are. You know, there's a lot of things we could, we could call you uh, nice things if you ever acted like a normal person. If you ever acted human. We would call you a formidable opponent, perhaps. A decent person with... Uh, you know, I may not believe in or, or agree with all your political ideals, but at least I know you're a person of integrity. Could you imagine? Wouldn't that be a wonderful world to live in? So we're all patriots here, just trying to make a better con country for all. No, but they got to darken people's pigment and ads because... Because they have so much to offer. They have your best interest at heart. I mean, this is offensive to me. This is as offensive. This is really like uh, the uh, just another version of running Herschel Walker as their Senate candidate. It's the same fucking thing. It's the same kind of ideal the same thing they're working from. Same bullshit. Just put somebody up there with pigment. Somebody with darker pigment. Whatever. It could be, uh, you know, a complete vegetable. They don't need anybody who can think. That's what's so insulting, too. Because they love America? You're going to put some... Some... Some dolt up there? Let me see. Who else they got? Oh, yes, Mandela Barnes. Jamal Bowman. Oh, here it is. Here's the Colin Kaepernick. See? So scary. So scary. Fucking, fucking Republicans. Oh, yes, Barack Obama. I remember these. This is from 2015. A new study shows that negative ads targeting President Obama in, in 2008 depicted him with very dark skin. And that these images would have appealed to some viewers' racial biases. Oh, of course they do. Because Republicans never try to bring out the best in people. They never try to get them to evolve, and to look at their racism, or try to figure out what the hell is wrong with them. Why are you so triggered by darker pigment? They would never do that. They would never encourage their morons to evolve. They'll just tell them that they're being a, they're under attack. And and look, 
Look at all these scary people. They're so you should be afraid. The finding reinforces charges that some Republican politicians seek to win votes by implying support for racist views and ethnic hierarchies without voicing these prejudices explicitly. It's the dog whistle. It's a fucking bullhorn. The purported tactic is often called dog whistle politics, just as, um, uh, you know, whatever we know, then they explain it. Just as only canines can hear a dog whistle, only prejudiced voters are aware of the racist connotations. That debate has been prominent in the 2016 campaign. Republicans say they oppose a generous welfare system. They really mean black <laughs> they really mean that black beneficiaries are lazy. That's what they, yeah, of course, that's the Lee Atwater strategy. If they endorse strict immigration enforcement, they really mean that Latinos are criminals. Exactly. Oh, well, that's what they explicitly run on too. Mexicans are rapists, right? They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crime. They're rapists. Yeah, when that guy was on my show a couple weeks ago, I keep thinking about that and asking him because it you know started to devolve quickly, and asking him, uh, "Are Mexicans rapists?" You know, I mean, because he was trying to say that Trump wasn't a fascist. That that's that's just too crazy. All right, all right. This is Tara Devlin. We're back. Unapologetic liberal talk. Yes. Errol on the chat says, when Barack Obama first made his appearance, many racists never knew that he was born in Honolulu to a Caucasian Midwesterner mother and a Kenyan immigrant father. Yep. Oh, yay. Thank you, Jim. Thank you for taking care of business in the chat. The chat is a is a nice place. No morons allowed. Morons can they can lurk and maybe try to learn something if but I'm sure they have other plans. But yeah, we we had that discussion cuz one time we had a really we had a I think we had some bad experiences with some trolls in the chat room and we gave them we gave them a shot. Then we had a committee meeting and we decided zero tolerance on them. We don't need that shit. They don't they don't want it's like Republicans. They don't want to in general. They're not bringing anything to the table. They're not really trying to have any kind of discourse. What are they ha- Oh, Trump 2024. 20, Jesus Christ. Uh, will it ever end? That's the thing that really upsets me. I'm, will they ever stop being stupid and racist? 
Will they ever stop being the albatrosses around our national necks? And uh, I'm answering this on my own question in my head right now. So the answer is no, they'll never stop. That's why we have to trounce them legally and peacefully. We have to crush them unapologetically without, I mean, just like, um, that Eric Swalwell ad there's, they are, they're so transparent Republicans. They are, they're unabashed hypocrites. That's why everybody got encouraged when Joe Biden was calling them out for taking credit, you know, just for example, for taking credit for bills they voted against and then going to their districts and tweeting things out like, oh, we're, we're doing this, we're doing that, we're doing this bridge and shit. Everything they voted against. We have to fight them on every front, on every, every, for, on every lie. We have to confront them. But from the Atlantic, Jamal Hill writes, Herschel Walker's candidacy is just insulting. Senator Raphael Warnock of Georgia couldn't be more different from his Republican opponent, the former football player Herschel Walker. And news coverage of their campaigns in the past week is a perfect example. Warnock didn't generate a single juicy, humiliating or humiliating headline. Exactly. He's a decent man, even though they try to tear him down constantly, of course. Articles about the Democratic incumbent dutifully describe issue, his issue positions and his campaign strategies. Meanwhile, the Daily Beast reported recently that the staunchly anti-abortion challenger had paid for an abortion that the mother of one of his children underwent. That story prompted Walker's son, Christian, to post a bitter rebuke of his father on Twitter. And then they're were, they were attacking him now, too. They're calling him a little br- spoiled brat, things like that. Because that's what, they have nothing else. So they have to uh, shoot the messenger, so to speak. What are you going to do? You can, they have, no, there's no excuse for them, their behavior, or, or the the utter hypocrisy of Herschel Walker and their just bottomless cynicism of the Republican party. They don't give a shit They're They have no values. Their values boil down to power, power and money and money in the hands of a few. That's the value. And they'll burn the shit down to get there. They'll tear the country apart. They'll darken pigment in ads. They'll tickle the fissures of disunity. They'll attack uh, a, a, a minority group, the politically un- unconnected. They'll attack minority groups that are misunderstood, and they'll add more of the, uh, of the confusion and hate, ensuring that people are going to die. They don't give a shit who dies. I mean, this is what you do. To a country you love, you sow discord. They're like agents of chaos. That's it. And as this article it just 
describes in the first paragraph, it's so true. Democrat, it's always the case, right? We have Democrats, they're talking about policy positions. And we're talking about, what, what do Republicans have? Loyalty to Trump, big lie, going after fucking, you know, uh, whatever minority group. Lying about them, too. Under the guise of what? You know, it really gets on my, under my skin. Them going after trans people all the time. Because it's, it, it, it's so typical, you know, to see that. Uh, of course, we saw it coming. But it's the hatefulness of it. It, it's abhorrent. They're disgusting. They know they're going to hurt people. They know they're killing people. They're going, after, they're going after trans children. Under the guise of, uh, oh, we're trying to save them from being mutilated. First of all, no child goes through, um, you know, gender confirmation surgery. That doesn't happen. It's not a thing. But you have no business sticking your filthy face into a family's affairs. They have a trans child. That's not your business. Let them figure it out. But, of course, they, uh, you know, have to pretend they're doing it for everybody's best interests. But how come the families themselves are saying, Fuck off. You're doing it for our best interest? For the family? You're doing it for the kids. But the kids, are they want to kill themselves when you pull them out of their classrooms and interrogate them like they've done something wrong. They already feel like shit. And then here come the Gestapo, right? The Nazis, for real. Pulling people out of the kids out of class, and there they go. They want to kill themselves again. That's what Republicans do. They use the mechanisms of power to for for evil. They're not using the mechanisms of power to make a more perfect union. If they were, they would they would educate the assholes who vote for them. They would learn. They would, you know, if they're if they're confused about uh, what you know, gender identity, take a fucking gender studies class then. But they won't because that they vilify that, as if that's some kind of that's a waste of time. No, that's the mark of civilization. You stupid dullards. You know where that's how we evolved. A country is right. We we have infrastructure. We we have decent middle class lives. We have uh, you know we're not we don't have to go out and dig wells and whatever the you know we're we're not we're we we are not just busy uh, with the business of survival. We have time to do things like contemplate our navels. What else is the meaning of life? Thinking about things, writing poetry, writing songs, 
discussing what it means to be a fucking human being and all of the diversity that entails. Why do you hate that so much? Some people are born one way. So, you know, I, you know, it's like any other thing that could possibly go awry in the womb, right? Sometimes, you know, kids are born, well, you know, with, they need glasses and shit, right? So you get some help with that. It's the same fucking thing. And they know, we know, as science knows, that your gender identity is in your brain. It's not in your pee-pee. I don't know. I'm sorry. I keep going on about this, but if this bothers people, it's no, whatever. Fuck it. It's necessary because it never stops. It never stops. They will never stop until we stop them. All right, let's let's see. Under different circumstances, this is the article about Herschel Walker's candidacy is an insult by Jamal Hill. Under different circumstances, oh, wait, 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 wait. Excuse me, excuse me. Let me roll this back a little. Until this week, Christian had appeared to earnestly support Walker. That's Christian is his son that came out against him even after revelations that he fathered two more children that he had publicly disclosed and that he lied about working in law enforcement and that his academic record uh, lied about his academic record at the university of georgia and he also lied about his business business success christian appeared at an early campaign event for his father even though his His mother, Cindy Grossman, had told ABC News that when she and Walker were married, he pointed a gun at her head. Oh, well, he's overcome that. He also admitted to playing Russian roulette. I mean, this is a sick person. But that's who they all, they are all sick at one form or another. And they inflict their manias outward because they just don't get the goddamn help they need. Because that would be weak, you see? It's like everything weak to them, everything that's strong to them, I mean, well, how do I put this? Everything that's actually strong, they consider weak. They they really do live in a bizarro world, a sick, a very sick bizarro world. Uh, tormented. They must be Tormented. That's why it's like, get the help you need. Shut up. You have no business trying to pretend you can run a country. Get a grip. So under different circumstances, a Senate race in the Deep South between two black candidates would would be something to celebrate. But Walker is so unqualified that the Georgia contest has become cringeworthy. The GOP is running some familiar plays in nominating Walker, a University of Georgia legend who won the Heisman Trophy in 1982 and played professionally in the United States Football League and the National Football League for 15 years. He's a favorite of former 
effing scum, well, not former scum, current scum, eternal scum, excuse me, the uh, con man who received fewer votes, who endorsed him. That's, that's a good name for him, actually, eternal scum. The eternal scum. It's like a supervillain. Eternal scum. Right? Yes, I'll have to write that down. He's a, yeah, he's a favorite of eternal scum who endorsed him. That might be, that might be, that might stick. Eternal scum. What do you guys think? You vote, we should do a poll. I wonder if, I think you can do polls here. Create a poll. <laughs> Let's see. I'm creating a poll. Do you like the, the moniker? eternal scum for the con man who received fewer votes two times there we go just put a poll up there <laughs> we'll see you guys can vote all right um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Tommy Tuberville, the former Orban, I can't talk. I don't know what it is. Coach who represents, maybe it's, maybe I'm having a stroke. Uh, who represents neighboring Alabama in the Senate. Walker is counting on his football fame to win over voters. He's aligned himself with conservatives' entire agenda, including the, their refusal to acknowledge that Joe Biden legitimately won the 2020 election. I mean, oh, if they win in the midterms, if they fucking win, we're done. Oh, look at it. We got 100%. The, so far, it's not even close. It's a blowout. A hundred percent yes voting eternal scum for the con man who received fewer votes twice. Walker's shown numerous uh, on numerous occasions that he lacks any real grasp of policy issues. Well, hey, policy, smallishy. You're only a senator, the world's greatest deliberative body. Well, who needs to have a grasp on things? You're 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 in the Republican Party. You're nothing. You're a rubber stamp. A rubber stamp to get rid of pesky democracy once and for all. Uh, you know, you're a rubber stamp to get rid of the need to have a Senate. Well, they'll have a Senate. It'll probably it'll just be for show. Do you know we don't control this? Walker told his audience he's talking about air he blamed china for corrupting america's air supply and i don't mean the band air supply do you know that we don't control this air he told the audience no matter how much money we put in controlling our air it goes over to china or somewhere else and it messes it up all of a sudden it comes back over here and we're do all we're doing is spending money and Joe Biden, um, milk is high and eggs and, uh, you know, uh, gas prices. Unfucking real. 
I have to hear that out of the horse's mouth. Might not be hard. First of all, I don't know if you heard the 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 crowd agreeing with him. Yeah. Because do y'all know something place that we buy all the gas from? They already put forty percent more carbon into the air. Right. Holy shit. monsters these republicans it's, uh, it's so it's absolutely cynical and disgusting is right here in the united states of america and this is what's so funny we don't control this air. he's saying it so again because they love to spend your money and we put millions and billions and trillions and all those numbers into cleaning our air we get clean air where our air we don't control flows over to China, bad air. Exactly, bad they're, they're air, agreeing they with him. Flows over to our space and our good air. So now we got the bad, bad air that we're cleaning up with our trillions of dollars that you're paying for to clean up that bad air, but now it's gonna flow back over to China. So all we're gonna do is be in this rotation that until we can get China and these other places to clean their stuff, so fuck it. it ain't gonna be any good. Nobody wants to tell them that. It's always somebody who's not doing something that, that, yeah, nobody wants to tell them. Yeah, we're all, it's all a big conspiracy. To what? Have clean air? What he's talking about, they're talking about climate change. Why should we do something when uh, China's not doing anything and blah, blah, blah. So let's not do anything then. Why do we do anything? Not the institution anymore because I'm telling you, school charter school workers. I see the charter school workers. Wow. They want to make this guy a senator. Now we got to spend money cleaning up that bad air and it's going to float back over. So I said, all we're doing is spending money. Unless we get China and India to clean that air up and clean that water up, we ain't gonna never get this song. So we need to teach them the guys. Well, we need to worry about oh my god help do. us are you when kidding me this is the end of the progressive voices part of the show i can't believe it guys i'm so sorry it goes by so fast but we will win come on over to youtube.com slash see for channel slash tarabuster listen to the rest of the show or uh become a patron at patreon.com slash taradevlin we're on the right side of history decency dignity democracy humanity we stick together we win my name is Tara Devlin. I'll see you soon.
can't. Nah, I went, cut it too short there. See, either I miss the cue or I go too fast or, I, you know, whatever. I can't believe that went, that went by so fast. Can you believe that fucking, uh, those, those clips? Yeah, looking forward to his proposed legislation, Jim says. It's, it's unfathomable. Where the fuck do we live? Republicans have zero business. They have absolutely no business being anywhere near the halls of power. Exactly. Mark C. on the chat. Blah, blah, blah. What do I say next, Mitch? Exactly. That's, it's like a stand-up routine. Yeah, yeah, we got the air over here. We got the air, and then they got to recycle it, and nobody wants to talk about that, though. Yeah, that's it, because we're all what? What's the point? And yes, Mark, all white crowd, too. All these white, old, gray crackers sitting there, shaking their heads in agreement. I guess that's one of his favorite shticks. <laughs> oh my God. You need to work on this bit, Herschel. No, this bad air bit, it's not working. I'm sorry. It's too much. They want to steal your money. You want to steal your money. Yeah, everybody wants to steal your money, Kershaw. You, I, shut the fuck up. These people. Okay, I didn't realize that um, the show, the time was ticking down so fast. I wanted to talk about this other thing here. A couple things. Um, Christian preacher, he gives some bad advice. Mike Winger heads an online ministry and was recently asked by a caller about people who kill and later said, you know, later and people who kill and later say that God told them to do it. And, uh, let's play what he, his advice Thing, I, I'm just glad people like hate follow me. <laughs> like, huh. oops, wait. Uh, Marcy, you think of people that commit murder and then state, God told me to do it. Um, well, I'm going to say something controversial that will absolutely delight atheists because they like to take not all atheists, some some internet atheists oh like to God. take things out of context and use it to uh, make me look bad. I don't care. Um, <laughs> You already hated me anyways. It's not like anything changed. Oh my God, these um, victims. Anything, I, I'm just glad. People like Professional victims. What the fuck is going on with this shit? Hate follow me. <laughs> like, huh, at least that's there. You know, maybe they're hearing the gospel. 
maybe God willing, there's there's like some truth of Christ that will will eke through there, you know. So I'm gonna say something here. Um, if God really told them to do it, then they were right. If God didn't tell them to do it, then they were wrong, and they were just a murderer. Can you believe this? And a delusional murderer who's blaming God. So, if God tells you to kill, and it was really God, and you kill. Yes, it was good. You you were right. Can you believe these people? But if God told you to kill and it really wasn't God, well, then you're wrong. Well, I think that everyone who thinks that God is telling them to kill is, uh, you know, thinks it's God telling them to kill. Wow. I mean, it's just an example of conservatism is a, a wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, who voted no on the, we got a 90, it's only a 93%. Not that it matters. We have 7% don't, do not like the moniker eternal scum for the con man who received fewer votes two times. It's okay. You could, you're, I want you to be honest. Which just makes it worse. God does have a right to tell. Now let me now let me give an oh analogy that might help people swallow this better because I, I feel the rejection that people would have to this naturally. Um, naturally, let's say that. Yeah. Sick. Um, it's not like you America know. gets involved. This kind of shit hasn't caused needless death for a time immemorial. You know, people thinking that God's telling them to kill. And to think that th that's that's a legitimate thing, too. That's the kind of God this fucking idiot has. I mean, they have a very tiny, hateful God. Because why would God need you to kill somebody if that's actually a God? God would just take care of it himself. Don't you think? Why would he send you? Go go kill go kill these people. I don't like them. And why would you? Why? Oh, the, what what did they do wrong? But that's up to God, right? That's God's business. Why would God send some fucking right winger to do his dirty work? Just kill him. He's God. Take him. Rapture them. In a in a uh, a just war. Right. Or let's not even let's not even do that. Let's just say that you have a, a police officer who um is is getting involved in some some kind of like school horrible school shooting type thing, right? And he gets permission from the government and from the the local police department and all that that when he sees a, a person on campus with a gun, he just opens fire. And so he shoots them and then someone's like, Is How anybody dare following you shoot this? that? that person and he goes well like the government told me to there's an element of this that that really is oh, the fact like the government, government actually just gave him a badge and a gun and approved him and gave him policies that he's supposed to operate by and so in a sense the government just told him to and that is an actual defense like if, if that wasn't in place then you'd have to have Where other legal justifications other than that the government told him maybe in court they would say no no, no this was urgent is this anybody following this is this making any sense to anybody no, it doesn't have to make sense, clearly. It doesn't. 
enough, where we would we would break the normal rules, that kind of thing. Uh, military is the same way. Right. <laughs> now the government's flawed, so the government might tell. Roll it to our woman on the chat. Thou, there, so much for that. Thou, thy shall not kill commandment. Exactly. It's cognitive dissonance meets the Dunning-Kruger effect yet again. You to do something and they're wrong. Like in military, there could be a war that's unjust. And saying the government told you to isn't a good enough excuse. Of course, you have to, he has to use the government, right? Because we're supposed to hate government. They, conservatives have been trained that way. That's how you know. They have no thoughts. They have no independent thoughts of their own. They love government. They love all the benefits of government. They just don't want to share because they don't like darker pigment, as as every Republican political ad can attest. But if God himself actually tells you, he's like, hey, I am the ultimate governor of all of life, and I have judicially said that person is going to die, and I'm, I'm telling you to do it. Yeah, now, historically, as a Christian, do I expect this to happen? Not really. Oh. Um, biblically, does it happen? Do we have, like, is the Apostle Paul, like, every few years, he's just like, turns into Jason Bourne, and he's like, oh, God told me to wow. kill Simon the Sorcerer. <laughs> you know, he's really keeping, no. um, no, the worst keeping thing the this ancient book of fables real for me. You're not part of our church anymore if you're going to keep living in sin like that. Living yeah. in sin. According to whom? And what would that look like? Would that be flying around the country, creating babies you want to abort? What would that look like? Or would it be ensuring that uh, not only are there abortions, there are dead women in back alleys? God takes care of them. Jesus says, my kingdom is not of this world, otherwise my servants would fight. So we don't fight to establish... His voice the, the is so irritating. ...establish the kingdom. Like, this is God... Because conservatives, oh man, they're just so irritating through and through. ...told me not to. In other words, I don't because God told me not to. What the fuck are so you talking So as a Christian, about? in principle, if God tells you to, to kill someone, yes, you should, it's God. But in practical reality, I really don't expect this to happen. Um, not that there can never be an exception, but if anybody comes up to me and says... Can you believe this This strained logic? Is if it, it, It's not even logic, of course, but... Why don't you just admit... You're full of shit and say, what kind of stupid question is that? He's, he's actually trying to process this. I know no more <laughs> on the chat. People like no more. Right. Jim says, I can't decide if I hate his stupidity or self-righteousness more. Right. And it's the convoluted logic. Trying to justify absolute insanity. God told me to kill so-and-so, my default is to think they're probably wrong because there's a lot more weirdos out there than there are people that God is telling to do something are like that. Are you fucking crazy? Why don't you just say that? No. Because if God is God, God would kill them himself, right? You don't have to um, try to decipher, hey, is this really God? How are you going to know? It's not like you can do a background check. What are you gonna do? You can't just Google him and try to see if you're being catfished. 
There's my answer. Okay, let's go to 19. Uh, oh my God. Uh, everything is painful. I'm going to end the poll. So 7% don't like the eternal scum moniker. It's okay. We did come up with another moniker one. I think it was the cancer on the scum on the scum on the cancer on the scum. This kind of it's fitting. It's sort of like the evolution of that. One other thing, there's a few things, of course. It never stops. So yesterday we were we were talking about Matt Walsh and how Matt Walsh recordings came he's another right wing freak obsessed with people's peepees. He's his new thing is, of course, attacking trans people. He thinks he knows he's one of the the ones I was referring to who thinks he knows better what a family should do um, when they're trying to help their trans child. He wants to swoop down in his Matt Walsh wisdom and inflict his manias on a family he, he, he knows nothing about. Like he gives a shit. And um, he's, he's positioning himself as the, um, you know, he's trying, trying to stop mutilation. He's trying to stop parents from mutilating their children. I, can you believe the absolute arrogance of these freaks? But that's what, who they are. This is how fascism develops. I mean, obviously it's here, but this is who they are. They can't help it. They're so fascist that it's, it seeps from their pores. Like Matt Walsh gives a shit about anybody, about children, about, you know, I mean, he knows that he, this is a hot button issue for right-wingers so much so that they are uh, that doctors are being uh, harassed it never stops though right republicans you never stop they resorting to violence that's their baseline they it, it's that's their fallback you know because they have nothing else they're not operating in a in reality they know that they're going against humanity, science, morality, decency. So they, they fall back to violence, threatening people, threatening doctors. They don't have, these people haven't, they, they, they haven't taken a goddamn science class, much less know anything about gender or anybody who's different. The fuck do they know? They want the trans children to simply kill themselves like they used to. You know, that's when America was great. So um, recordings came out because Matt Walsh is a true psychopath, true piece of shit. And he's been broadcasting, doing podcasts and whatnot for a while. So there's a lot of shit to fall back on. And, but it's, this is the, I don't know, it's an epidemic. These Republicans, these conservative white men, quote unquote men, who are 
I, that's their shtick, being ugly, being bigoted, being ignorant, spreading more ignorance, you know, sticking to their ignorance. They, they have uneducated, ill-informed views, and they're, gonna, they're, they're holding on to them with, with every ounce of uh, energy they can muster. And then that they will never let go of them. That's their birthright as a conservative to never, ever evolve, to never change, to never learn anything new, to never become educated about someone who might be different, about what that might feel like, what, what that might le- be like. Not have any empathy. Not having empathy is a strength to them. The cruelty is the point, of course, but it's also the everything else, the ugliness, the hate. That's the point. The spreading hate. Making sure that people want to kill themselves. That's the point. So, you know, caught in the act of being himself, yet again, we played the clip yesterday of Matt Walsh going on about how young girls are fertile at 16 and that, you know, he's just telling the truth. It's just the way it is. It's not, it's not him. It's uh, the way God made us. Basically advocating for child bride, brides. <laughs> this is who they are. I can't, I, I can't even believe I, I'm saying these things that the, this is actually a thing. So, you know, there's been, I guess people, uh, calling for him to apologize. I don't give a shit. I don't want him to apologize. I want him to disappear into, you know, whatever under whatever rock he came out of and take all of his incels and freaks and geeks and racists and poor so oh so put upon straight acting you know misogynists take them with him and um whatever and crawl away slither away and ha- you know but that will never happen because these people have audience and that's what's so you know discouraging in general that they find an audience there's so many others like like him that want to hear that shit it's like a disease you know they encourage each other and they it's like indoctrinating the hitler youth with with angst you know, this, the poor professional victimitis of the Republican man. Well, not man, male. Because they're not men, really. They're little boys. So anyway, so um, after a series of abhorrent episodes, I suppose, people went back and were looking at his old podcast and... Him advocating for, uh, you know, 16-year-olds having babies and shit. He, uh, he issued this non-apology. So here's my official answer, for the record. Um, kiss my ass. I do not apologize. 
In fact, by all rights, you sick freaks should be the ones apologizing to me for lying and defaming me. Yes. And doing it all because I'm trying to prevent you from sexually mutilating children. Can you believe this? Of course. Right? We should all apologize to him for pointing out the words that come out of his mouth and his sick fucking obsession with other people's peepees that he knows nothing about. Oh, he's trying to stop us from sexually mutilating children. That's what he's saying. No, we're trying to stop you from inflicting your filthy fascist manias on people you know nothing about. Uh, 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 according to a topic you know nothing about. We're trying to stop children from wanting to kill themselves, you know, like they did for forever, because of Republicans. Because, well, because of conservatives, I should say. The, the compassionate conservative. What happened to that? Where's, the, where's your compassionate conservatism? That was always such a joke. And this is the latest form of compassionate conservatism is that they never apologize for anything, you know? And why would they? Because they, ne they would never, even when they apologized in the past, which was rare, they never learned anything. They only apologize when they exhausted every other avenue. Any, they tried every other dirty trick and they, all right, fuck it, I'll apologize. But they don't apologize. It doesn't matter if you apologize if you learn absolutely nothing. So that's who they are. And learning absolutely nothing is the very definition of conservatism. And so that's what Donald Trump has taught them. To never apologize, never learn, never look at life through somebody else's eyes, you know. If you're confused about things, um, don't ask. When people, because the, here's the thing, people have been trying to tell him. They want to educate his dumb ass. They want him to just leave them the fuck alone, but he has no interest. It's like that what is a woman thing we played yesterday, one of his, his ridiculous fascist movies where he's asking people, what is a woman uh, as if he wants to know the answer. He doesn't, there is no answer, asshole. And people are trying to tell you. But you, all you do is mock people. And then you get some old guy up there saying, how do you know you're a man? Because I got a dick. The, I, it's like, go away, you babies. But this, um, this is a person who has a lot of followers. There's a lot of people like this p very sad person. I don't know what the fuck, you, how um, it's satisfying to go through life being such an ignoramus constantly who refuses to learn, who is so filled with ignorance and hate and is doing everything in his privileged power to pass that ignorance and hate on to anybody he can, anyone who'll listen, anyone who's stupid enough to listen to him. Exactly, Haiku. Let the decision be between 
them, their parents, and their doctor when they're old enough. Because if they, ex- these fucking conservatives don't understand, there is a process. You don't just go in and say, uh, Mommy, I want to be a girl or a boy or whatever the fuck. And they say, Okay, let's go. It doesn't happen. It never did. And these people are spreading nothing but lies that are killing people. It's like, shut up. I don't understand how, why they are so wedded to ignorance. What do you get out of it? Being an asshole, just being a kind, but I guess, you know, I'm answering my own question in my head again. It's, it's part of sociopathy. Some people are filth. They have, they have other agendas. You know, we all kind of think that we're operating with the same set of emotions and that's what we hope. That's how mother nature programmed the majority of us. We, we all, um, operate under the assumption that we, uh, yeah, we feel each other's pain. That's empathy. That's what Mother Nature gave us empathy so we wouldn't be assholes to each other. But some people are broken, you know? They're just br- plain old broken. They, they're sick, like Donald Trump, like Matt Walsh, like, like the Republican Party. Half of them, I don't even know. I mean, we can go through them one by one, but there's definitely something wrong with them. And I have to only assume that somebody like Matt Walsh, who is who pretends to care to care so much about trans children, that's what you, you you care so much about them, but you don't know a fucking thing about them. Not a goddamn thing. And you don't care to know it. You know what I mean? He doesn't care to know it. He wouldn't spend a day with a family dealing with this because he doesn't want to know. He wants to he wants to activate the people who watch his show and listen to his fucking vomit. He wants to encourage them to attack doctors and harass families and children and make sure that the kids want to kill themselves because of the ignorance. That's all it's about. It never stops. Conservatives never bring light to a situation. They never bring truth. They bring hate, division, ignorance, ugliness, violence. They don't know how to act. I mean, and just listening to him, I will never apologize. I will never. We, I don't give a shit if you apologize. You shame on you. You don't shame us. You don't shame normal people. You shame yourself. And uh, of course, every, uh, you know, there's uh, an audience for everything. For every dumb scumbag. But uh, this won't age well. It never does. You know, that's the other thing. You ever notice that you ever notice that conservatives they they don't age well, right? 
this is one of those things. When you go back in time, this is one of the things that will be played to um, to illustrate how far we've come. Like, oh, um, remember when? Remember when people used to think like that? Well, it's sort of like when we see the old footage of uh, the civil rights people, you know, the you know the the activists at the lunch counter being screamed at and spit on and shit. It's not like the the white devils in those images that were harassing people. It's not like they're the they're coming out like the heroes. We look back and say, God. Thank God we're we've we're past that. They don't look good. That's how Matt Walsh is gonna fare in history's light. Then it's conservatism. Can anybody on the chat remind? Uh, I mean, give me an example. Is has there ever been a conservative point of view or stance that's aged well? All right, I I really need to write an article about this in a way, because it's not just this. This is not going to age well, but every other conservative thing that they stand for, that they run on, it never ages well. I'm talking about all their policies. We always have to go back and say, well, we thought. We thought that trickle down would all trickle down. Or, yeah, we thought there were weapons of mass destruction. Or, yeah, yeah, we thought, what? Has has there ever been? Yeah, I don't know. Winston, not one that I can think of. Maybe the EPA? I guess, right? But everything that they run on, that they pretend to be for that they advocate for, that they shove down America's throats, never, it, it never um, brings the utopia they promise. Nothing. Everything about them sucks. How about the 401ks, right? That's a Republican plan that was started with Reagan. It was part of their... Was it Reagan? <clears throat> now that I'm saying this. But it was part of their whole scheme to privatize socialist security. They, yeah, whatever. We'll... You damned monsters. <laughs> oh, he's being so strong. Psychopaths. Yes. I wouldn't have... Yes, that's what you are. I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> apologize to you soulless parasites if i had a gun to my head oh please pretty please get Hersh herschel Instead, walker i'd rather just tell you all to piss off okay i apologize for nothing well why don't you secede piss off you first i concede nothing of course you don't i will never surrender even a single inch of yes never surrender be a you're a real champ there the way you target a minority group like that. The way you vilify another minority group. Real, you're a real uh, upstanding citizen there. To a pitchfork mob 
of degen- yes a mob mm-hmm, who merely wants you to maybe uh, educate yourself before you embarrass yourself more but okay Brit morons yes we're but we're not the ones who want to have uh, child brides right we're not the ones trying to you know justify the unjustifiable you know the secret they never say out loud okay yes we never do well how come nobody can ever say it but here they are saying it right they no, no one lets me talk i'm censored but here we go buddy is truly canceled unless they consent to it we don't fuck off you're, yes, exactly. Um, you, that's not actually true. No, people are canceled. Like they, we'll see what happens with Twitter. But um, you don't have to. Um, you don't have a constitutional right to be on a platform to spread hate and lies. But okay. They willingly play their assigned roles. Oh, what a man! What an upstanding. Do not consent. Spartan you are. I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) It seems to be. It's unreal, though. Anyway, but that's who they are. You know, never apologize for being wrong. That's um, another thing, you know, Republicans. That's what I used to say. uh, Another one of their mottos should be, um, what was it? Uh, Oh, being a Republican means never saying sorry. And that's so true because, you know, why do you apologize when they're, they're not, um, you know, it's not an accident. This is the feature, not the bug. They're doing it because this has always been the plan. The, you know, being a dick, being uh, concentrating wealth, separating the American people, uh, tickling all the fissures of disunity. It's not an accident. This is the Republican agenda. Yeah. I know, right? Haiku on the chat. Consent? You mean like a 16-year-old bride? Right? (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) But yes, Republicans, uh, being a Republican means never saying you're sorry. Let's see. I'm only looking at the time. That's why I'm afraid to start something we only have two minutes so in the yes consent belongs to her father right jim on the chat that's so true oh that's right mark on the chat reagan did rail against medicare as socialism that didn't fare too well 60 years later exactly it's another example that's the other thing that really annoys me and I, I keep thinking, you know, I have to do, forget thinking, but I need to write an article about that, how Republicans never pay a price. They're constantly inflicting their manias on the country um, and they never pay a price. They don't, it never comes back to haunt them. No one ever asks them, what about, uh, what about those death panels? You know, we got Obamacare. I don't see a death panel. What about uh, uh, every other warning they've given us or every other promise? It never comes to fruition and they never pay a price. But we will start making them pay here because we will win. That's why, you know, you need to support the independent liberal media. 
Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. We will win. We are on the right side of history. That's the truth. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin, and I will see you soon. Guys, yes, <laughs> silly Bronze Age customs. That's what they want. That's when everything was great. Make Earth great again. Bring back child brides. I can't talk. That's that's a tongue twister right there. Bring back child brides. Brides. Oh, hi, Trucker John. Nice to see you. Trucker John has his own show, and you should subscribe, like, and subscribe. Trucker John puts, um, if you go into the Tarabuster Discord page, you'll find some links there, too. Yes. Keep it up. I love it. Good stuff, Trucker. Trucker John. I wish I was a trucker. That would be fun. Go all over this fucked up country. <laughs> Maybe not. Can I truck to Ireland? Yes, look at him. Look at the producer. I feel bad. So um, the spicy and salty um, report. They both have homes. Yay. They have forever homes. We have two families who've claimed... Spicy and salty. And uh, they're going to do two different homes. They, they will be fixed on the 25th, and that week they will be going to their forever homes. They're doing well. And, yes, Spicy is a little bit behind. Of course, he's about two, he's about two weeks behind. But he's not biting or scratching. He's still hissing a little and still uh, looks at me like he is, isn't sure if I'm going to eat him or not, but I think he'll he'll be fine by the time he goes to his forever home. I know, isn't that great? Today, a friend of mine contacted me because I posted it on Facebook about little uh, little salty. Spicy always had a home. One of the guys at the cemetery always um, put dibs on him even though he's a pain in the ass. Not the guy from the cemetery, Spicy. But um, Salty, who is so much of a sweetie, that so much easier than, than Spicy. If they were both like Salty, we wouldn't have a problem. I was a little worried about Spicy. He's coming along though. But she, uh, one of my friends on Facebook, who's going through a divorce and... Her daughter, um, they just recently lost their dog who passed away. So the daughter's having a rough time. The daughter's 13 and there, and Salty's going to be perfect for her because Salty is a sweetheart. She's a real love bug, very affectionate, a real purr, purr machine. 
like Tara Jr. Jr. And she's, she'll be a great pet. So I'm uh, happy. So in a few weeks, we'll get the house back and the little, and the producer will be happier because he's not happy. I'm not happy too. You know, I want them to, they don't know. They don't know what's going on. They, they don't understand why they're, well, I'm sure they know. They know something. They know the kittens are in there. <laughs> so, all right. All right, guys, guys, guys. You know what a time it is. I have to go and get the show ready for Progressive Voices. So that takes a little bit. I will, uh, and then I need to get unconscious. Yes, Junior. But we will see each other again really soon. So, guys, 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 I don't know what day. We'll see. Probably Wednesday. I'm hoping. Yes, Junior. And, uh, yeah. Keep it lit, <laughs> as Mike Malloy would say. Uh, which remind I got to get Mike on the show. I keep saying, I got to, I will get him on. I swear. I swear to God. I'll talk to him. All right, my friends, listen up, listen, listen, listen. Thank you so much for all your support. If you are a supporter, again, um, let me remind you, and you want a mug, you got to send me your address at gmail, uh, tarabustermedia at gmail.com, or you can send me some, send me a, a message on, um, on the Patreon page, and I'll send you a mug. All right, my friends. Thank you so much. It was great hanging out. I really enjoyed the chat tonight. We'll have to come up with some more polls in the future. And, uh, yeah, we stick together. We win. Hopefully we will. You only have five weeks to save America, so. Ugh. And, uh, yeah, my name is Tara Devlin. This is Tara Jr. Jr., Say that. Say hello. And I will see you very soon. Wow. <laughs>